Hello, everybody. I'm Danad Rachshan, and this is Podcasting to My Daughter. Today's topic that I'm going to talk nonstop about is food, part two. I just want to talk about food choices out there, uh, food costs, food portion control, quality versus quantity, and beverages. Alright, so the last time I kind of talked a little bit about what kind of food that I eat, and I just wanted to kind of go into depth a little bit more about that. So that way, when you listen to this, you'll figure out that what I'm trying to talk about is not necessarily uh, to inhibit you, it's to have you thinking a little more clearly about what choices you have. I was lucky to get away from a lot of that, but I know a lot of people out there are not, and you're going to be around those types of people that don't think about this kind of stuff. That's what this whole conversation is about. It's because I want you to be able to look people in the eye, see what they're doing, say, that's fine if that's what you want to do, but this is what I want to do, and this is how I'm going to do it. And that in itself will bring about change. To be a leader is to think for yourself, and then people will start to think for themselves. The whole world, it's about 90% followers and about 10% leaders that are actually taking action. And then there's a lot of parroting, you know, the parrots, the birds. There's a lot of parroting that goes along that says, oh, this person is right, this person is right. I'm trying to give you the foundation so that way you can actually be one of those people that shares their thoughts without regard to criticism and just say, hey, that's your opinion and that's cool. If you have any questions about any of these conversations that I'm having with you, feel free to ask. Okay. For me, I think I weigh about 200 pounds. I'm not a huge guy. I'm, I would say I'm an average-sized male. I, I probably, my body type is, what, a uh, ectomorph, right? Is that the right one? Where it's hard for me to gain muscle. It's easy for me to gain fat, though, especially in my stomach. So I watch out for this kind of stuff. Nutrition is the biggest key in keeping and maintaining weight. In keeping and maintaining your weight, there's a reason why you want to do this and not have disregard for it. Your body is constantly at work. And if it's a little bit more overweight, it has to work harder. And what does that do? It makes your heart pump faster. And what does that make you do? It's going to give you complications later on down the road. You want your body to work the best it can. And that's why I want these food choices to be available to you. I want you to know that you have options, and I want you to do your own research. I want you to figure out what works best for you. If somebody says, this is the way, like me, say, that's great, and follow up on it. Don't just take my word for it, but follow up on the research of your own and find out, oh, this person is right, or oh, this person is full of shit. That's what you got to think whenever something is given to you. It doesn't matter what it is. And today's topic, of course, is food, so... We're just going to talk a little bit about my choices. And, you know, I want you to know me. And through this, I want to know you. So let's talk about it. So whenever you eat, there's usually choices in what you can have. Oh, do you want a small coffee? Do you want a medium coffee? Do you want a large coffee? Now, if you put your hand in a fist, that's about the size of your stomach. The stomach can shrink or grow depending on what you continuously do to it. Now, if you look at that fist and then you compare it to the food that is presented to you on a plate, it's actually not that much food. You just need enough to where it gives you the energy you need and then you can go forward. 
I usually choose small or medium. That is for reasons because of too much food will... your Okay, the way it works, your brain doesn't know you're full. It takes 20 minutes for the food to digest in your body. So what you, you're doing, you're continuously eating and you're full, but your brain hasn't registered yet. So you have to actually, you have to catch up. But there's no way to do that except knowing. So you have to look at your food and you have to realize, okay, this is the choice. Do I eat this entire pizza? Do I eat half the pizza? Do I eat two or three slices of this pizza? And that's kind of where this small, medium, large comes from. There's small pizza, small coffee, large coffee, extra, extra large. And I want to go into a little bit about this. I'm going to go more into it. But if you go out to eat, which is a lot of what is sold these days, you're not buying things, you're sold things. They make more profit if you purchase larger items. They say, oh, do you want to get a, a large for 30 cents more, for a dollar more? And you think, yeah, that's a great deal. It is a great deal if you are a gargantuan. But you're not. <laughs> you're, you're a regular person, right? You don't need it. So just know to say no. No to say no. Right? Just say no. <laughs> There's, it's just so much to it that they are trying to get a one-up on you, but you need to get the one-up on them. Politely say no thank you and stand firm. Now, if it's something where, for me, if somebody says, oh, do you want to get an extra blank and it's a little bit more? Yeah, of course. I, I think about things. Do I have to eat it all right now? Can I put it in a little doggy bag and take it home? Can I split this up into two and then have this for dinner tonight? Can I have it for breakfast tomorrow? Can I have it as a snack later? There's a lot of choices and you have to just be aware. We all need to eat, but we need to make the right food choices. Another thing I want to talk about, food costs. So I don't eat out a lot. I used to, but then I realized what was going on. And for me, it just bothered me too much to do it. I feel like I'm going against what I stand for by going out all the time. I used to go out a lot, but now I probably go out once every two weeks, sometimes once a month. It depends. You know, if it's convenient, I'll go out. I don't go out as a hobby. And that's where it's weird for me. Oh, let's go out to eat. Let's go out to eat. Do you not have anything going on? That's what I think. How much do you go out to eat that you you have to like make plans every day or every couple of days to go do that? How many people have to go to a chain coffee place to grab a quick coffee? Yet it takes one minute to make it yourself. And you make it yourself, it's better because you know what goes in it. You put the right amount of milk for you. You put the right amount of sweetener. You put the right amount of French vanilla. You're not overkilling it so your body's endorphins don't go crazy. And then you're also losing your wallet because they're charging you twice, three times, four times. It's, you know, 100% markup on this stuff. That, that coffee that costs five cents to make, they're charging you $1, $2, $3, $4, $5, $5 whatever it is. And it just doesn't seem right. So that's why I stay away from it. It's not that I don't do it. I just, I keep a good distance from it. And th that's probably the reason why I'm good with money. Because I'm not, it's because I know the value of things and I don't want to overpay for things. There's a lot of convenience out there that you pay for the convenience, you don't pay for the product. So just make sure. Going out to eat, it's a luxury. But we're getting closer and closer to treating it as if it's a norm. And I don't actually like that. There's this, at least me, I, I live in a big city and the thinking is, oh, we have to go out to try all the fancy new restaurants. There's a new restaurant that opens up every week. Who cares? I'll get to it when I get to it. 
I've lived in the city for 10 years and there are still things I haven't done. And I'm fine with that. I'll get to it eventually. I'm not in a rush to try to do everything. I've got a lot more to me than just trying new foods. That's all I'm saying. That's me. I'm sure there's a small amount of people out there that disagree. Then that's fine. That's their opinion. I'm not trying to tell them that they're stupid. I'm just trying to say it's not everybody's choice. Don't follow those people if you don't want to. Think for yourself. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is food portion control. We talked about that a little bit. The design of the food is to make you consume more compared to making it yourself. And there's that reason I talked a little bit about it last time, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about it more this time. If you're going to a place and they're giving you a huge plate of food and you're like, this is great. It's only 15 bucks for this huge plate of food. It's mostly cheap food that's in there. Unless you can go to a fancy restaurant that is going to charge you $30, $40, whatever it might be. Let's just call it a, a high-end restaurant that's going to charge you three or four times what you normally pay. And you're paying for the ambiance. You're paying for a low-lit place so you don't see the cockroaches running around in, in the shop. And trust me, every restaurant has problems like that. You just don't know it because you're not in it. And that's why a lot of times I just cook my own food. I make my own food. 90% of the time, I'm making my own because I know what goes into it. I have a very European lifestyle. Um, I go grocery shopping every three days, four days, and I grab a backpack full of stuff at a time, and that's it. I think to me, it's better. It's It kind of reminds me of what I've seen in the movies about like old Italy. You know, every day, go grab some loaves of bread. Every day, go get some fresh chicken from the butcher. You know, things like that. That's where my mentality is about it. I don't want to consume more for more money. It just makes more sense to me that way. Let's say your your favorite Chinese restaurant. Now, it's not all of them, but a majority of them, this is how they operate. They say, here, here's the number one platter, right? And you're like, oh, 15 bucks. And it's you say, how big is the plate? The plate is, you know, huge. It's 12-inch plate. And you're thinking, that's a lot of food that must be good, right? Yeah, you're mostly getting cheap noodles. Noodles are fine, but if you're paying 15 bucks for a bunch of noodles that cost, you can get a package of noodles for a dollar and then you get a little bit of, you know, what, 10 shrimp. It's not making a lot of sense to me. And a lot of times I'll say, oh, I'd like that. But instead of noodles, can I get cabbage or some sort of vegetable? And they, they'll do that. So don't be afraid to ask for what you want, which I don't want cheap noodles. I don't want nothing but straight carbs that are going to make me sluggish. I want the good food. So a lot of times I'll do that. I'll say, hey, can I get more of the veggies instead of more noodles? And then I can still take half that. That's still a lot of food. It's food for two people that you're going to eat one time, right? And how many people are like, I don't like takeaway bags. These people, it's like they've never worked a day in their lives. They don't understand the value of money. You work for a certain amount of money. You give your time and energy. And then you're going somewhere to get energy. And you're only getting half. I'm not going to work twice as much for half the effort. Does that make sense? I hope it does. The other thing is, it's quality versus quantity. It's not always quality versus quantity. It's usually quantity. Like I said, they're going to give you this 12-inch plate filled to the top with noodles, and then a few pieces of meat and a little bit of vegetables. Why? Because noodles are the cheapest. Or if you go to your favorite coffee shop, right? They fill it up with coffee, right? The huge 30-ounce cup of coffee for, you know, only $4, where, you know, a 12-ounce is like two, right? Coffee only costs a cent to make for each cup. They're giving you two cups for $4 instead of one cup for 10 cents. It's a lot of markup for not a lot of greatness. 
and you deserve greatness. I deserve greatness. You deserve greatness. Everybody that we know deserves greatness, but we're not given greatness. We're given mediocrity at a substantial price. And I don't think that's fair. And that's why I'm talking to you about this. I don't want you to get taken advantage of. I'm vigilant and always looking out just to make sure. I trust people, but I always want to double check everything because I don't like being taken advantage of. And I don't want you to be taken advantage of. So I hope that you will understand what I'm saying here. Okay. Now, since we're talking about going out to eat less and eating in more, I want to talk about expiration dates. You see a lot of expiration dates on food, and the expiration dates are for the store, not the consumer. Just remember that, all right? They have to get new food in all the time so the grocery store makes more money. They have a business where they sell goods. They only sell 100 gallons of milk. If they only sell if they only sell 100 pounds of beef a month, then their profits are $500. But if they sell 200, they make 1,050. So to them, it makes more money. It makes more sense to just kind of throw more out there. And then that just kind of hurts everybody because more cows have to be killed. It's a lot of labor. It's, it's labor intensive. And that's why you have to watch out for expiration dates. It's all marketing to get you to buy more stuff that you don't need. And then it ends up you have more stuff in your fridge that you throw away. Just know that expiration dates are a general guide. You can smell things. You, you can research things to find out if it's gone bad or not, or if it's okay to get rid of whatever part is going bad and eat the rest. And a lot of times, it's still good, even if it's gone bad. You can still digest it. It might not even make you sick. It might, but as a company... They put those expiration dates on there as a way to keep lawyers happy. They say, oh, we said the expiration date was this day. You ate it one day after or on the day of. And because of that, you can't sue us. That's what it is. So just check everything. And a lot of things can be frozen. I freeze everything I possibly can if I realize I'm not going to finish it. I save my scraps as well. Every month I eat for free, which is one of my favorite things to do when I chop onions. I save the little sides and the skins, and I throw them in a little bag marked scraps. Chicken bones, beef bones, pork bones, any kind of meat, I'll throw it in there. And then at the end of the month, or whenever the bag fills up, I throw it all in the crock pot or the you know, stovetop, and just let it simmer for a few hours. And at the end, you have a delicious soup stock that has tons of nutrients in it that you were going to throw away. And once you've got all those bones and everything, then you can use those as a compost. There's lots of options to do with that. It's a lot of zero waste stuff that I talk about. It's zero waste with food, with money, time. And I think these are important for you to know. If you have any questions about this stuff, ask me. I'm, I'm always here. And if I'm not, Look it up, because that's all I do. I, I research a lot of stuff, and I'm. this is why I know what I know. And so milk. A lot of times, if you start smelling the milk and it starts smelling a little bad, freeze it, and you can make potato soup. I make this wonderful potato soup with milk and potatoes, a little bit of olive oil, parsley, a little bit of bacon bits. There you go. Delicious. Actually, I made it for your mom. I made it for your mom, and she uh, fell in love with me because of it, so... I don't know if you want the recipe or not, because uh, you're going to make it for someone and they're going to fall in love with you just based on that. <laughs> uh, another thing, we've been talking about food, but we haven't talked about beverages. There's a lot of beverage options out there, but I'll tell you what the best thing is. It's water. You don't need to drink obscene amounts of it. So 
As far as beverages go, in the morning, I drink one small cup of coffee in the morning. That cost me about five cents to make, which is basically free, which is the way it should be, right? Everything should be free. Your food, your housing, love, your soul, everything should be free. But like I said, one small cup of coffee in the morning, which is almost free. Then I usually switch to tea. I'll have a couple of cups throughout the day, generally once around 10 a.m. or so if I wake up about 7, 8 a.m., and then uh, sometimes during the summer, I'll drink a small a small sugar-free soda, and I use a straw to protect my teeth. Uh, usually in the evenings, I'm you know I might have a beer or a glass of wine with my dinner just to enjoy myself while I'm watching TV or whatever I'm doing. But water is very important. So you know, especially hot summer months, I I drink a lot of water now. I don't use plastic water bottles if I can help it. I have a reusable water jug that I use as much as I can. I have a canteen that I use. And I find out that sometimes little things like a couple drops of lemon juice or uh, lemon-lime juice help. It makes it a fun thing to drink. Another thing that I will do is sometimes I'll squeeze like a little bit of orange in there. Like the orange pulp. It's a fun way to drink water. And it, give, it gives it a little taste. The orange has fiber in it. So now since we're talking about beverages, I try not to drink a lot of juice or anything like that. All that stuff is just pure sugar water. You're better off just eating the fruit because it has fiber in it than drinking juice. So just remember that. Water is the best, and if you, you want a sweetened delight, then try to put some orange slices in the water. And then it kind of becomes this hybrid drink that is good for you because it has vitamin C and pulp, which you need. All right, I think that's about it. That's all I can really think about. I might talk about food more. I, I eat food all the time, and I think about it, and I'm like, hey, I wish I could tell somebody about this, so maybe I'll talk to you about this more. All right, so my question to you, last time I asked you what your healthiest food is so tell me something about a guilty pleasure that you like maybe it's a chocolate chip cookies with extra chocolate chips maybe it's a big steak maybe corn on the cob with a lot of butter what's your guilty pleasure that you like can't wait to find out just remember that there's a lot of choices and and you can make your own choices about things don't just settle for what's given to you i'm here for you if you need anything Okay, this has been Podcasting to My Daughter. I hope you've been entertained, and I hope that you have enjoyed your time with me. I am Denandrachshan, and I am the father to a beautiful daughter. Hope you have a great day, and talk to you soon.